We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about navigating life, love, and relationships, one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 127 of Married Millennials. I wish it was 129 because I just turned 29 and I'm really hyped about it. I, I like the later 20s. They're just, they're good. I feel less confused about life and I'm just super grateful. And thank you so much to all of you who sent birthday wishes. Justin told me about the DMs and the comments and um, thank you because you know I'm not on social media still. And I don't know when that's over. I think it's over sometime in October. I set a reminder. I'm not thinking about it until it goes off. Are you going to come back? At the end of your two-month hiatus. That's the real question. Out of fairness to you, yes. You don't necessarily have to do it. I'm being honest. If you if you are in a position where, like, I really, really enjoy this, then I'm, I'm oh, okay no, I, I could just not look back, but I don't want to do that. So you want to be involved a little bit? Yeah. that's the, So like, you got a little bit of FOMO. Is it, that what I'm hearing? It's not really FOMO. It's because it is a good place to connect with our listeners. So it's like I – and we've formed relationships that way. Yes, and I'm I'm typically on Instagram more. You're on Twitter more. I'm and on both. You're on both. I use both for various diff- very different reasons. But for the reasons. most part, I'm communicating on Instagram. Yes. So, you know, I do miss I do miss being able to talk to everyone. I wish everyone just, like, had my phone number and we could just text. <laughs> But not too much because you know I don't like that. But 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 uh, but enough because I do I miss I miss our people. And, but that makes live even more special. Yes, because it's like you I just get the once a week touch. Yeah. But what I I can say what's nice because you were heavily involved on Instagram. Now that I get to respond to everything, it is nice to connect and engage in that. Yeah, matter. you you have, we have friends now. Yes, we we do. Yeah. But things are we're working on something. We're working on something that is going to. To bridge the divide. I'm excited about that. That's all I'm going to tell you guys. You know, Joy and I, we, we constantly have right. new ideas that we're working on. But something new to continue to, to bridge that divide of really making this a community to where we can dive in and engage and really work hand in hand with each other. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm giving y'all. That's all I'm giving y'all. So, so look out for something that, that's coming soon. Stand by. That's all I got to say. But back to your birthday. I just got excited. I, I had told myself oh, I wasn't going to mention to. it at all, but the excitement. You got is, excited. Yeah, the yeah. excitement is brewing inside me. But Joy had a, a really, really good 29th birthday. The birthday monster did not come out at all. She doesn't exist for me. I don't know why. You're right. the, the, the birthday monster came out last year because Justin went and had a guy's night. I failed. Yeah, we, I like owned that. the day after I, my I birthday. Owned that I was like, on, on this show yeah. a year ago. I, but that's but that's why that happened, not because I'm a crazy person. So uh, for my actual birthday, all I said was, I said, I just want to meditate outdoors. That's all I wanted. And Justin found a outdoor yoga and meditation center, and that's exactly what we did. We went outdoors. We meditated. It's actually called Lake Shrine, and uh, it actually has like a pretty intense history that's beautiful um and it's about it's not about religion it's about spirituality and it's, it's marrying all the religions and honoring all the religions the, well the five major religions um and they so they have like you know jesus there and then they have what's his name krishna krishna it's the the indian oh i don't know the indian jesus but uh, anyway they have like 
everyone there. And I don't know. I really appreciated that. I appreciate that they try to make everybody uh, feel represented and included and loved and said this isn't even about that. It's coming um, and and connecting with the divine. But, you know, in case you need your your thing here so that you're comfortable here is, you know. Yeah, and the five major world religions, they were Islam, Judaism, Christianity, Hinduism, and Buddhism, right? Yeah. Those were the, the five pillars they had is when it you Hindi exit. Is or Hinduism? I think it's Hinduism. Yeah. And then when you walked out of the, the lake, they had these five pillars by the visitor center. Or if you enter on that side, it'd be the entrance mm-hmm. of those five pillars. They're really representing all faiths, and, and their whole belief was there's one God in many religions. Yeah. And that's and things that I've, I've explained and talked about here on this show of saying if you look at the core principles and teachings of most, yeah. if not all, world religions, fundamentally they teach the same things. But the way we understand and interpret things or depending on the areas we were raised in, or the households we were raised in, mm-hmm. we may align ourselves with one particular religion. But it was a beautiful, beautiful place in Pacific Palisades. So if you're in the Los Angeles area and you're just looking for something that's just nice and peaceful, and keep in mind, it's like it's off of a major street, but once you're in there, like you don't hear, you don't really hear anything. You can, the cars are, are no, right you there. you hear like waterfalls and oh, you're looking beautiful. out at a lake and there's, it's just, it's peaceful. And the lake is clean. So you know how you go places and you see the lake from on a picture and it's like, oh, that looks really nice. And then you go to the lake and the lake is trash. <laughs> It, it wasn't like that. Like, this lake was pristine. Like, you c- could tell that they cared about the land. Uh, there was a reverence for animals there, a reverence for nature there. Even the path was, like, soft. And uh, mo- it was moist soil, but, like, not to the point where it would get stuck to your shoes yes. or anything. But, like, there was no crunch. So it but was there was, just, it wasn't dirt. I don't know what they... No, they it, it was like it a was mulch, like, but yeah. not quite mulch. But it was just so soft to walk yes. on. Yes. I, I just highly recommend it. It's called Lake Shrine in Pacific Palisades. Go visit if you can. So Justin found that little gym for us. Yes. Then we went to a vegan Mexican food place. Which was delicious. It was really good. Um, in Santa Monica. Then we walked around Third Street Promenade. And then we came home. And we just... We hung out. We watched a Netflix movie that you wouldn't have otherwise watched. That I enjoyed. Yeah. I was going to say, did you like it? It's it, it, was. Uh, it was. Sierra Burgess is a loser. <laughs> Because that's my kind of movie, yeah. (laughs) So we watched that, and we just hung out. And actually, there was a little bit of action over by us. There was a high-speed chase uh, over by our house. So there was these uh, helicopters, like six helicopters above our house. So we did what you're not supposed to do, ran outside and looked at that. So it was a little (laughs) bit of excitement. Uh, Exciting for me, not for the man who was arrested. But it was all cool. And we live in a good neighborhood, you guys. I didn't want to say. That sounds like we live in like in, no. in a sus neighborhood. It, it wasn't suspect. It was it, it was action for for our area. So anyway, it was a good time. And then the very next day, I took a four hour nap. That was the highlight of that day. The highlight of that day. And then the day after that, my mom came to visit, and we went to the Descanso Gardens, which is like not the botanical gardens, but just like a really nice. Outdoor garden. Yeah, landscape of gardens and trees and all that out here. And uh, we did a vegan brunch that was delicious. Delicious. And my mom was down, so that was good. And, and yeah, that, it, just, it was just a really good weekend. I didn't see anybody really other than my mom and... No, you didn't see any friends. And you and, like, our neighbors, but it was beautiful. Like, it's all I wanted. Yeah. 
that was my birthday. And thank you for delivering. You're, you're very welcome. Thanks for hanging out with me. Oh, and Justin got me vegan cupcakes and yes. saying me happy birthday. I did. I did. I did get all of that. Got all that yeah. worked out. But what was exciting about, or I shouldn't say what was exciting. It was just an enjoyable time. You know, last year I dropped the ball and I had a guy's night on Joy's birthday. Because the day after I birthday. <laughs> it was yeah. the day after I was. I was like, yeah. I don't think it was actual your, I don't think it was actually But you like birthday. barely stayed. You left me for work on my actual birthday, which was fine. Because I understood that. Well, I had no choice on that. But then the next day. That's right. That's right. That's where it was. I was like, I don't think I left on your birthday. I'm not that cruel. No. It but was yeah, the, the, next, next the next day, I went and had a guy's night. So Joy wasn't pleased with me in the celebration of her 28th birthday. And called me a bon- birthday monster. <laughs> so I wanted to, to enjoy and make sure she had a, a fun and exciting 29th birthday. And we really had just a good three days of, of hanging out and enjoying each other's company. And Joy's one of those people. She woke up the, the day of her birthday. 29 feels different. I was like, Joy, you just went to bed eight hours ago. You know the people that just say, oh, I feel different. Like as soon as they take a... Some type of medicine or anything like that. You know, you know those people. As soon as they take something, immediately, oh, I feel better. I think you could have took a placebo. You cannot tell me in eight hours it from the time. It does feel different. From the time you fell asleep and woke up eight hours later, you just feel different. It feels different even being able to say that I'm 29. Like, it just feels grown. There's something about it. I don't know. It just feels, it feels different. It can feel different. But the way you were explaining it. still cute. Like, 20 is like, okay, you got a couple years left. Like, 29 is like, oh, you're about to be there. So, I just feel like 29 feels good. And I really, I said this on the live and Justin, like, jumped down my throat. But, because he was like, oh, like, what are your goals this year? And I really don't have any. I just actually want to enjoy this year because this is a a year of reflection for me. I, I think that your 20s are all about accumulation you're just accumulating everything uh, physical mental friendships like you're just you accumulate things and then I think your 30s are a refining process of those things it's like okay so this is what I did in my 20s that was cool but I'm gonna now curate what I want out of these things that I accumulated because some of the things make sense and some of the things are you did it because it was trendy or it was cool or it's what you thought you want but you didn't know who you were yet so you know I think I want to start my refining process uh, pretty soon here and because of that I really need to deeply reflect because I've changed so much as a person I'm not who I was when I was 22 not at all you are who you were when you were 27 right like I'm a completely different person so because of that I just I want to take a second I don't feel the need to you know completely set up this year like okay I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that and then I'm gonna do this because I just so deeply believe that if I'm right on the inside if I've done the work within then whatever happens outside of me is going to be perfect but if I set all these exterior goals if you will then I'm going to overwhelm myself. I know that because I already know what my, I'm just going to say primary goal is, is the refining process, right? So if I say, well, I want to do, I want to travel to this place. I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm going to start to put pressure on myself to do those things before 30. And I don't want to do that because I feel like 30 already comes with such a thing like, oh, do all this stuff before 30. And I've worked hard to be my own person and not feel those pressures. So I don't want to be the source of my own pressure. And that's fair. But yeah. what you just explained right now was a goal. Your goal for oh 29 gosh. was refinery and reflection. You did not say that on the live. All you said is, I just want to enjoy. I said, I just want to enjoy I my life. I just want to live my life. And, I, and, I, and what I Why was saying. Why is that not a good enough answer? This, all I, 
principles of success. It's like as we continue to grow and live more lives and attain more wisdom and achieve more, do more, experience more, in order to continue to do that, you have to set some type of goals for yourself. In your process right now, you clearly are on a personal journey. And along this personal journey, your goal is to refine and reflect upon your past 29 years. That's a goal. That takes work. There are weekly, monthly tasks that are associated with that. And because of that, you will come to next year in a different place. So that is a goal. I set up the question saying, what are three things that you want to accomplish or experience? And you just kind of went off. But that's definitely the main thing you want to experience. You want to refine and reflect. And this whole, the way you beautifully just stated the eloquence of the accumulation and now refining that, like that, that's a jewel. That is a goal. That's something that you are looking to accomplish in this year, moving on to 30. Oh my gosh. That's a goal. A goal doesn't have to be, well, I'm going to, you know, make $150,000 or I'm going to sell 1,000 t-shirts. There's different types of goals. And and the, the problem, I think sometimes when we set goals, we, we shy away from setting goals because we set lofty goals. And those goals aren't attained. And then when we don't attain them, we say, well, goal setting doesn't work for me. It's like we just have to be smart with the types of goals that we set. When I went back to, to work on this TV show that I'm on now, my goals changed. What I was able to accomplish from week to week when I was just doing my own thing were far different than the goals were now 40 hours of my time is dedicated to something else. I can't have the same goals that I had in in February, March, April that I have in July, August, and September because my time is just not there. And in the beginning, I was beating myself up. Well, I still need to accomplish all this. Well, the reality is is, is the circumstances changed. So I can't beat myself up for not accomplishing the same types of goals when I had 40 more hours, way more focused, no interaction with other people. I was in complete control of my time working autonomously that is very different so you have to you have to be realistic in that standards when we set our goals so there's nothing wrong with setting different goals but we have to recognize where we're at right someone who's an entrepreneur who doesn't have to go to work every day they can set a crazy goal and accomplish it and right someone may like be working I would like a full-time to work job. from 16 different countries this year like yeah you can yeah that, that, that's that. hard to say if you're going to if you're clocking in five days a week that's right. a that's a tough goal right, right your goal may be my goal is to spend five weekends out of the year traveling somewhere like that could be yeah. your goal where, where this person is well, i want to work 52 weeks out of the country, you may only get five. Yeah, there, there's just, there's different Maybe levels it. Maybe it was the word accomplish that triggered me. You gotcha. said things that you want to accomplish. Because I think the other thing that I, I'd like to do as far as refining and figuring out, you know, what the, I, I'd like in my life is really figuring out what I want moving forward. Not just the things I want or experiences I want, but just like who I want to be um, and in what capacity. So I know that that's vague, but just... I don't that, know. That's the journey that you're on. Yeah, and I think that that's, that that's a life journey, but I'd like to be able to answer that without hesitance. Got you. Um, because I do. I think that all through my 20s, I'd be like, well, I really want to do this, but I don't know if, you know, you just, I want to be able to say, this is what I want to do and this is why, because I've really thought about it. I've taken the time. And, and, and also I want to be okay with things that I used to want maybe not wanting them the same way anymore. Mm. I, I need to, I need to, um, divorcing yourself from those thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And I need to be okay with it. 
Uh, and I, I mostly am, but, but I, because, because I have changed so much. But it is hard, like, when you say you've wanted certain things for so long, and then to then change your mind. Uh, what did you say the other day? What did I change my mind about? We were walking the dogs, and you said, I've been telling you to do that for years. Oh, I, I don't remember. I can't remember what it was, but it was it was a thing where he told me to do it years ago, and I wasn't into it. And now I am, so I mentioned it. He's like, oh, I've been telling you to do that for years, and now you want to do it. And I said, well, am I not allowed to change my mind? Yes, you <laughs> like, did say that. Yeah, because like, that is that a thing. So, uh, yeah, I, I, that's the other thing, giving myself permission to divorce certain thoughts and uh, be okay with changing my mind. And, and, and again, I might change my mind five years from now. So nothing is set in stone. Um, being a human being is, is just ever flowing, ever changing. And, and I, I do think that I'm more comfortable with that now. And I think that's the, the most amazing part of hearing you speak right now, and many people can relate, is the ability to be unafraid of just living mm-hmm. and going with your gut and trusting your feelings. And as you guys have heard us talk over the last six months as I'm developing more of an affinity for traveling and wanting to see the world. And before I was very much of the mindset, okay, I need to make this money so we can have this house and have you know, the life, the typical American dream. But now I'm at the point is I think I would rather spend the money that I would save going towards the house to then go experience and travel the world. Yeah. Is and we, you know, when Joy and I have talked about really getting rid of things and decluttering and, and losing yeah. our attachment to material things. Which I did a major purge this weekend. I just needed you all to be poor, pr- proud of me because I was a hoarder. Yes. So you did do yeah. a major purge. Major but if purge. you think about it, a house is a thing. It, it's, some people call it an asset. If you are in it, looking at it as an asset, not living in it, a home can be one. Um, but for most times, it's a, it's a liability. But it's, a, it's an accumulation of stuff as we work hard and we buy this massive piece of, of land and property. <laughs> storage. And, yeah, we buy, this, <laughs> we buy this storage area where we yeah. spend a f- eight hours of, of our day there and then we sleep there and then our weekends. But it's like we pour tens of thousands in it and some of us become house poor because we've saved hundreds of thousands of dollars on this thing. Mm-hmm. And while, yes... Again, it, it, what can happen when the market goes up? I understand all those points. So I'm, I'm not naive here when I'm speaking We're to, not to real estate. Homeownership, no, I'm, yeah. I'm not. But it, just looking at you know that experience is hundreds of thousands of dollars to go buy a home. Like, I'm, I'm looking at you know I just heard my mother-in-law say something like, "Oh yeah, so and so. I think they spent ten thousand dollars to fix this." You spent $10,000 to fix this minor thing in your home. Like, imagine what you can do with $10,000. You could literally go see probably five to six, seven different countries with $10,000. Well, depending and on how you're seeing dep- them, de- yeah. Correct. Yeah. Depending on <laughs> how you're seeing But still, like you can you know, take one. You could, you, could, you could get a round-trip ticket to Europe and then hop oh, on yeah. these small little flights and see all these different countries, stay at these various different hotels for $10,000. Now, that experience over a course of maybe a month, in comparison to what you spent ten thousand dollars on this home for this this, this like to stuff. repair something, correct? Yeah. You know, so it, it's just you know, kind of a, a mindset shift that I am experiencing now, and, and and it's nice to be in a time where these thoughts and ideas are welcomed and accepted, and because this is not something that 
our parents maybe had the luxury of experiencing. You know, they mm-hmm. they grew up in a time where you know their parents were just getting their freedom, so it was like they had an opportunity to really go seize the world and you know having a job and securing a house and and living the quote unquote American dream and providing an opportunity for us to live it. Uh, but now we have seen just with the the economy change and the world is just vastly different than it was 50 years ago. And it's like we don't necessarily want the same things our parents want, but it being accepted to not want those those same those same things. Yeah. And that's what I'm excited about as we move on to 30. And as I celebrate my 30th birthday next February, I had originally said that I was going to throw a yacht party. I've said it for years. Years. I bef- before Issa had her yacht party yeah. a few years ago. I I've been saying for at least five years that I was going to throw a yacht party yep. for my 30th birthday. And I have been adamant and dead set on it. And I've looked at the prices, and it cost thousands of dollars, and I was completely okay with spending the money that what it was going to cost to have the shot party. But then, I think it was just a, a week or two ago, I told Joy, I was like, why would I spend this kind of money for you know, four hours of fun with my friends? I don't doubt that it would be an amazing time. But I was like, I could take that money and go to a country that I really want to visit and just relax and enjoy and be with the world. Yeah. And to me, that is more important now than throwing a yacht party with friends. I would love for if friends wanted to join us on that trip and we had a good time, fine. But it's like moving moving in a, in a, in a different way mm-hmm. and just experiencing more life. And I was on, on Instagram yesterday and a gentleman I was following posted a, an, an interesting caption on his story and he was like you know i don't want any more invites to parties probates clubs he's like invite me to a vacation invite me to floor you know field access and floor seats to a football game or invite me to experience something something memorable and i was just like i completely 100 percent relate to that while i still do want to come to the parties because there is there is still time for the fun to go to the parties and go to the clubs and celebrate and let loose occasionally like those those are that's still enjoyable and i and i would be naive to say that or i wouldn't be naive i'd be lying if i if i said i wouldn't still want to go out occasionally with my friends and, and have a good time but as i get older and my my thoughts are changing is i do want those phone calls where someone's like hey you know we're going to italy next summer would would you enjoy be interested in going or, hey, we have you know, floor seats to, to the Lakers games to watch LeBron play. Do you enjoy, want to come sit down? Like, yeah, like that's what I want to do. I, I'd rather have that than bottles at the club. And it's like, we can go to a, the club and we'll go to Vegas and we'll spend three racks on a, on a bottle. Like for a bottle that we know we can go to, to Vons and buy $50, we'll spend three racks. Yeah. But it's like that three racks. Not three, we, but. <laughs> no, not we. We but as a society. We yeah. as a, correct. But those three racks, again, can go somewhere so different from plane tickets to experiences and hotels to courtside seats. Like I've always said that I want to go see, sit courtside at a, at a Lakers game. Something I've always said. But before, I've let the price just freak me out and say, I would never do this. But it's like now. Well, I cannot spend on these different things, and there may be a time where I, I'll go spend eight, nine hundred dollars on a ticket, and that's an experience I got to see of a major game sitting courtside. Now, nine hundred dollars, I can get you a courtside seat at Staples Center, but it may get me level two. I mean, row two. I may be just behind courtside, <laughs> but you know, still, like being able to take those those moments and, and those dollars to experience something amazing. Yeah, so yeah. that that's where we're at. I think that's an, an excellent shift, and that's a huge deal for you. 
this this is almost like unrecognizable from the person that you were just three three probably like two three years ago. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, and that's credit to you. You know, the credit to your to your growth and your development. And that's the the great thing is when you find a partner who pushes you and challenges you, and is is and you're open to those experiences and those challenges and those different experiences and, and schools of thoughts and opinions. That's the amazing thing. And why Joy and I tell and say our marriage truly is a partnership is because we both are willing to move down a different path if it is beneficial or could be beneficial to the both of us. Mm-hmm. We recognize and see the benefits that's working in your life and then we'll slowly introduce those schools of thoughts or beliefs to someone, to, our, to each other. And they're like, okay, well, maybe this works or maybe this doesn't work. And then we, we navigate accordingly. But we have grown year over year because we haven't been resistant to change. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the most exciting part about our marriage is every, every day, every week, we just continually operate under the guise of we're going to get better. Mm-hmm. And as we get better, you're going to get better. Yeah. And even if you want to fight me, you're not going to fight me because here's the proof that this is better. Exactly. And we just we're going to just continue to level up. Yeah. But I think because that is the motivation behind everything leveling up uh on on every level, that's why we're able to move in that way because we have an understanding that that's what we're doing. As opposed to maybe if you're if you didn't have that understanding and changes are being introduced and you're like, "Hey, what are you doing?" So I think that that's why we always preach communication is really important. You have to talk about why you're doing the things that you're doing and how you think it's going to be beneficial. And remember, beyond communication, it's actually listening and then applying what's communicated. Right. The communication is the catalyst, but you have to be able to, to implement whatever it is that you discussed. Right. And if you're not willing to do that, you can communicate. We can have phenomenal communication. We can talk about anything and everything. You and your partner can talk about anything and everything. Bring all the issues to the world. Bring all the goals and things that you want to challenge. You can talk beautifully. If you make none of those changes or implement any of those changes or new schools of ideas, you are in no way growing at all. You've talked about it, Doesn't and that's matter. great. You've talked about it. Mm-hmm. But if your, your actions don't match what you've talked about, you're just talking. And then you get to a point. So why, yes, I, I do believe communication is essential. It's key. If yeah. you are unwilling to, to make the necessary changes based on what was communicated, yeah. you're not growing. There's a step two and a step three. After yes. Communication. Yeah. Absolutely. Communicate, digest, implement. Yeah. And a lot of us are just doing number one, but then we're frustrated <laughs> and say, well, we communicate really well. Yeah. Great. You're talking. We you're, talk about it. You're talking well. I, I like that yeah. you guys are talking. Are you hearing each other? Yeah. And then after you're hearing each other, are you digesting that information and then you're coming up with a game plan to implement? If you're not doing all that along your spectrum of communication, you're not doing anything. You're just talking. Yeah. And we know what talk is cheap. Yeah. You can't talk talk it is really getting nothing is. done. You can't you can't pay your rent with talk. You can't go to the bank and pay off debt with talk. <laughs> nothing. You can't do anything with talk. You have to have action. Mandatory. Yeah, I and I I've I don't know if I've said this on this show. I think I have, but I really am convinced that Justin loves me now after he gave me that first class ticket. I don't know what it is, but my brain like shifted. It's like, oh no, he really does love me. It's been at that point over 10 years and I, the, the most beautiful vows ever. Like, I mean, Justin had the most beautiful wedding vows. I wish you could all hear them. Maybe uh, I'll release the video one day. The, I mean, just, of course you would. 
we got we got the video. Maybe I'll just let everyone here because they were amazing. We got the video out of Val. No, they were. I mean, everybody. I don't think there was a dry eye in the house. Step your vow game up. No, so beautiful vows, and they were great. But I was like, okay, like we'll see what happens. (laughs) And so something about Justin giving me his first class ticket meant a lot to me because it was sacrifice, and also it was just some kind of action that really showed. I'm about you. Like, no, I really appreciate you. And I, I, and it was sharing and allowing me to have a really cool experience too at the expense of him not having it. And I was just like, wait, what? Because I wouldn't have thought to do that. And, and I wouldn't have even thought that he would have done that for me. So it was just, it was extra special. Uh, and, and not that Justin's like a selfish, I would have never even thought, oh, it's selfish that he's sitting in the first class seat that was purchased for him for work that he did. Like I would have never thought that. So anyway, the fact that he shared it with me, I thought that was beautiful and kind and just, it showed me how much he really cared about me. So now I really do believe that he loves me. So fellas, sometimes that's After what it takes. After all that, 10 years. For, forget the ring, yeah. forget the 10 years. <laughs> 11 years 11 years damn near yeah forget the vows forget all forget all of that just get a first class ticket and then give it to your wife right and then at that point she'll decide oh my gosh i love you circumstances in which that it it was done it because if you would have just purchased the first class ticket for yourself and not me then obviously i would have felt some type of way yeah there's a problem yeah but it was it was purchased for you because of work that you did correct so I was just happy to be getting the extended seat or extended legroom seat. I was like, "Oh yeah, that would be great," and uh, and you surprised me. Well, so. I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad after all the work, yeah. the tears, yeah. the years, the the blog writing, <laughs> the episodes we've recorded on this podcast, to the coaching of couples, to yeah. releasing the e course, to all yeah. of that. None of that was good enough. The articles <laughs> no. for Huffington Post, the video series we did with Blavity, none of that. No. First class ticket. Yeah. It's, because it's it was, a, but it was an action. It wasn't talk. That's, That's what I'm true. saying. Everything else has been a lot of talking. You are wonderful with words, so it's like okay. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm decent. You're so getting better. You're getting we, better. We say really nice things, and we do really nice things for each other too. But it's like you know to to have received that action. Um, and gift giving isn't even really one of my high love languages, but there was just something in that. That I was just like really touched. So I don't know. I believe Justin now. You guys, we're going to stay married forever. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. So now, yeah. now, now she's out here loving me up night, super well, enjoying it. We're having a yeah. good time. And she's like, why do you love me so much? Babe, I, I've, been, I've been trying to tell you this. <laughs> For a long time, and no, now she's been finally feeling believing me. me. Like he's, you've yeah, been she's out here, just sexy, looking all good, just scrum, oh dilly, scrum, scrum. She's out here. You know, I'm going to competition. Yeah. to get the to, to to get our abs right. So we're going on vacation in November. Should we tell them where we're going? Yeah, we can tell. So we're going to Greece. Yes. We're going to Greece in November. That's been our big trip that we've been holding out on. But we are going to Greece, and we are so excited because Greece has been on our bucket list forever. And talking about, like, and I want to give you guys, like, some, and, uh, did we tell them how we ended up getting this trip? Yeah. Okay. So you guys know how, how we ended up getting this, this trip gifted to us just by being in synchronicity and, and just staying positive throughout, throughout life. But we're going to Greece in November. 
And I have been on a body transformation journey for the last almost two years. Almost two years, yeah. And just really getting my body right. Your body right. looks bomb. No, I'm, I'm, I'm working. Joy, Joy said that she said, I never thought I, my husband would have abs. No. Like, that's what she said. And I just thought he didn't really want them. And therefore, like, if you don't want abs, you're not going to just get them because they take work. Like, you see that lot. now. Like, they take a lot Yeah, like, of work. so it's like you're I, not going to get abs just because you're a person. So. And I've been intentional for all of 2018. And yeah. my abs still have a ways to go. Not really. And I'm like, man, I've been out here for nine months in the game, and I still don't have – and keep in mind, I was an athlete. Like, I was a collegiate yeah. athlete in shape and didn't have abs then. So it's not like I'm working off decades of inactivity. Like, I was active. Right. And I still never had abs. But it's like I didn't realize how much concentrated work you had to, to do to make your abs look uh, like the uh. way they do. So every time, like, you see – now, besides the skinny people – who are out here just naturally, like my best friend just has abs and doesn't do a sit-up in his life. Literally, like at all, but breathes right. a six-pack. Right. There are people who are, are people genetically who blessed. genetically have it, yeah. But like to those who are like muscular and like really got them, like that takes a lot yeah. right. of work. So Joy and I are in a competition because she's, she's seeing me dominate and destroy her abdominal game. And so before we go to Greece, we, we started a competition of whose abs were going to be better. So we have about, what, two months? We've got about two months before we get there. Yeah, well, the original plan was eight weeks, but then I fell out for like two months because I was just sick. Two weeks, not two months. Or Sorry, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks because I was sick. So... So I get those two weeks added on. But then by the time we do that, it's going to be like Yeah, I just said, let's time. just yeah. be ready from Greece. And then yeah. I'm, I'm going to get the, the super short European shorts. Yeah, I'm going to be out there. like a Speedo. Oh, no, not a Speedo. I'm not going to have my butt cheeks out. I'm gonna have. I am. I'm wearing. I, I'm gonna have the short, just the, the baby ones, like the baby yeah. briefs. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not walking out there. You know, respect to all those who do it, but I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I just don't feel like I need to be in a speedo. I just feel like that's not the look. If I'm not, if I'm not swimming in the Olympics, like, I don't think I need to be in a speedo. That's just that's my my thoughts. But I I will have the the little short joints, and I'm gonna be just. Just ready, and then we'll, we'll we'll take some photos while we're in Greece, and we'll reveal who the winner of the competition. I'm a hundred percent putting oil in my abs. I just want everyone to know there will be oil. <laughs> There's no you can't put oil in the sun though, because then you burn up. I I'm taking I'm putting oil for the photos. Okay, and then I'll just like go scrub it off and then enjoy my life. So, that, so that's gonna be the battle. But so now we're we're in a, we're in a healthy competition. Yeah, which which is which is nice. I just took a photo this weekend. Abs are coming on strong. No, they look really good. Just letting y'all know they're they're coming on strong. I'm sending it to the homies. I'm sure you looked at our group chat and be like, Justin, what are you doing? Why are you sending these pictures? But I'm excited. Y'all don't understand. Like I just had I had nothing. Like I had I had nothing. Yeah. And now I have a a little pooch. I have a visible four and the side abdominals are starting to come. Like it's it's shaping. It's slowly shaping. But, you know, it, it just feels good. Like, again, the, the, the level up part. And, you know, as you continue to, to change your mindset and, and grow and develop as individuals, you know, your friendships change as well. Oh, is, that our, is that our segue? I like that. Yeah, I like that. that. You know, our, <laughs> your friendship, friendship change as well. And, and I know, you know really over the, the, the course of, of this year, you know, we have, we've seen the dynamics of, of some of our friendships change and insecure. If you didn't watch this yeah, past this, week's season. I'm not, we're not going to spoil nothing. I want to spoil it no, so bad. No, no spoiling. Okay. No spoiling. But you need to watch. If yeah. You, you need to watch this. For those of you who have been waiting for Insecure to pop off, it did. This, yes. The, the this pop was off. the pop off. Like, the, I kind of low-key want to watch that episode again because it was hilarious. Uh, but yeah, this conversation the, was yes. inspired by a scene in Insecure where um, we could talk about this. Yes. So one of our friends is having a baby. 
And she's just saying, like, you know, things are different now. Like, it, things have changed since I, I be I, probably since before she became pregnant because she's like the one married friend too. Uh, but she's just like, yo, things are different. And then Issa's character is like, everything's gonna be okay. And uh, Tiffany's the character's name. She's like, I hope you're right. Like. Yeah, I hope you're right. Because I think we've all been in that position where we feel the relationship shifting, right? Yes. And they're, they're, there's a friend in denial. There's a friend who understands what's happening. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting position to be in. But even when I was talking about earlier about like your refinery process, that you can't be afraid to allow relationships to shift um, in order to make room for who you are now. That doesn't mm. mean that... You're you feel like you're any better, or that like you don't you're like ah I don't like this person anymore. It's not that. It's just that sometimes when you change, you no longer fit with who was a great friend for that person. You know, like it's like okay, well, if you have a friendship that was based off of, let's say, I had a friend who I really used to drink with, like we were drinking buddies. Well, I don't drink anymore, so where does that leave me in this person? It doesn't mean I don't like them or I don't love them. I don't appreciate them. It just means we ran out of an activity to do together. We got to either figure something else out or it's like, okay, well, like I still like no bad blood. I really appreciate you. But like the activity that we usually do together doesn't work anymore. And we haven't found a new one. So we're on pause or whatever. Or in life experiences happen. We may meet a friend in middle school or high school or even college. And the people who we become, five years, ten years later, are very different than at the times where we met each other. Right. Our friendship was based in a lot of fun. It was based in proximity. And now we are no longer as close as we were. We have to work to see each other. And our interest may change. Our growth and what we like to do changes. Our school of thought changes. Our beliefs change. And if those changes aren't happening on a similar level between both people, you just run out of things to talk about. You're not, it's not as fun. It's not as exciting. And as Joy said, it's not, I, I don't love you any less, but we've just moved on in our varying phases of life. And if you look at the character Insecure, she's married and pregnant. And Issa, and her, her character Issa, yeah. obviously is super single, is in a life transition. She, she just quit her job. She's trying to, to figure everything out. And you know this, her other friend is is stable in her her life, yeah. And they're just doing things very differently, and and that is okay. Yeah. And I think it's being okay with that change happening because sometimes you hear about like, oh, like you and you you and so and so aren't friends anymore. You guys don't talk anymore. You don't hang out. And there's this taboo that gets affiliated with friendships ending. And I don't necessarily say a friendship's ending. A friendship is it's altering. Yeah. It's shifting and moving into a, a different place. And it, again, it's not, I don't love you any less, but we've, we've grown. We've yeah. changed and we don't see each other or talk to each other as much as we may once have. But again, that's like, it's a part of life. And, and you talk about your refinery process. That, that goes through that. Relationships have to be refined too. And sometimes your dating relationships, for those who are single, those have to be refined as well. You may be looking for Mr. and Mrs. Right, but the people you are kicking it with are, are looking for all the wrong things. Mm-hmm. But if you're continuing to hang out with them and go out and experience you know, those same type of things or have those same type of conversations that they're having, you may be frustrated in your delay of experiencing something that you may want. Well, we might have to refine those friendships. Yeah. Got to figure it out. 
Gotta figure it out. And I, I, I brought up many episodes ago, I had a friendship breakup. Now, this is a little different because this wasn't... This we did have uh, beef really at the time, um, so we we ultimately broke up. And I want to say because it's been three years now that I, I definitely feel better now. I don't I don't hold any bad blood at all, and I can really reflect back on the situation and say like, yeah, the right thing happened. I, I completely agree that we do not need to be. Uh, in each other's lives in a friendship capacity or, or or whatever kind of friendship that that particularly was. But I find myself now wanting to reconnect just off of a point of I've grown and I'm wondering if she has too and if we can not, it's not necessarily be friends, but if we could just be cool because of the way that we left things wasn't great. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in a place where I'm wanting to, it's not really repair. What what would you say? Because it's not that I want to repair it. It's that I just I just want it to be okay. Yeah, and I I know yeah. exactly what that means. Let's talk about the gentleman who I used to work with for years, college friends, and after I got laid off, the hostility was real. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk to each other. I didn't want nothing to do with them. Right. I don't know if they felt the same way, but I was I mean ready to cut them through, never to speak to them again. But as I had got more solid in my thinking and understanding and, and recognizing the role I played in everything, I was able to release that. Mm-hmm. And when I was able to come to a point of understanding within myself, I was then able to reach out to them and say, man, you know, I've just right. I've been thinking and I just wanted to say X, Y, and Z. And now we have cordial conversations. Do we engage in the manner in which we once did? Of course Heck not. No. Yeah. It, that that was because it's changed. It is changed. Yeah. yeah. That the, the the whole dynamic of that relationship changed, and a lot of it was contingent upon our working relationship. Right. But now it's not weird, or it's not odd yeah. to just send a text message and you know have a thought about something. You know, I used to talk to these guys all the time about business and basketball for for five years. And now when things come up about business and basketball, I want to go to the people who I had the conversation with. And mm-hmm. now I can send a text and that may lead to a, a longer conversation and then we, we go on about our day. So we, we have probably checked in three times over the past five months since we've kind of repaired everything. But that, that goes in the growth. So I understand exactly. What yeah. you, I'm not necessarily trying but, to talk to you on a daily basis. Right. But to be able to say, oh, here's just, this thought. Everything's yeah, like, good. Yeah, like just be cool. You're okay. That's exactly right. Because there have been times where I'm like, oh, this would, but you can't send it because yeah, you you're can. not, or you didn't end well. I just want to, I want to repair that. And I don't know how to go about it without restarting the friendship. Got you. And, um, and, and I think too, I'm, hesitant to reach out based off of who she used to be because I don't know if she's still that person. You know, because if she is, then it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But if she's a different person now too, she's grown and she's she knows better and does better now too, then, you know, maybe it could be a situation where it's just, it's all right. But there could be something about us not rekindling a friendship. It's, I, yeah, it's I, not I, But it's just be able to have the conversation. Yeah. Like I'm not picking up the phone and, and talking to these guys all the time, but if something happens, we can exchange, see something funny on social, send a text and call yeah. it a day. And if I see you in passing, I see you in passing. Right, but like, also those were different kind of relationships. This was a best friend. True, those are so it's like you know it was a very intimate. You're right. Space and it's hard to hard to not re-enter that space because there's a comfort there when you've known Definitely. somebody since you were a five. Um, 
yeah, like even even a three year break. I mean, we went, I think, a year without talking before. So it's like this wasn't new for us. It was just again, it wasn't a healthy relationship. So I definitely don't want to rekindle that relationship. But I just yeah, you don't want to rekindle the unhealthy part. But yeah. there's something, well, I've grown, have you grown as well? Is there a way we can just be cordial? Yeah, like uh, not a surface friendship because I'm not looking for that either. But just like like when I have children, I can be like, hey, you know, I'm pregnant. Like just something like that would be cool to be able to tell that person or for her to say like I'm engaged or, you know, just that that Definitely. line of communication, like almost how you communicate with like your cousins. You don't talk to your cousins all the time, but there's love there. And, you know, you see each other occasionally, but like there's no expectation to be there for everything always. I don't know. That's that's what no, I, I get like. you. Yeah. And, and really what it comes down to is that these are sometimes the casualties of growth. Right. And the, the the casualties of development and the casualties of life. Right. And it's not always a it's not a, it's, yeah, it's a like with the death of, you know being alive and, and 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 not being alive. But it's just as we move through through lives, move through our life and different development stages. The, this is what happened. You know, there is there's casualties, yeah. and they don't have to be morbid. But it, it's just right. a part of that journey, and sometimes that that sucks and it's not fun. But it, it's a reality that we all experience. Yeah. We've all had friendships that have altered and changed and moved in different ways. And it's being okay and understanding that that relationship had to change for whatever reason. Yeah. But you know what Joy is also saying is as those relationships change, we hope it's not anchored in hostility. Right. And it's not anchored in you know disgust or anger or frustration where we can't even – be cool yeah, as people. Be cool, yeah. We can still engage. Like when I see you, it's all love, but yeah, like something it's just shifted. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's just a little different. But there's there's levels to it. You know, there, there's levels to life and there's levels to relationships. And I'm excited you know, as we embark on on this new journey together, both being 29 <laughs> now and and beginning our refining process. I don't think I've necessarily done that that same thing. Although my mindset my mindset has shifted drastically in this past year. So yeah. maybe 29, you know, is, is, will be something. Well, 29 has been special for me, and now yeah. as you start your 29, I do think year you have life, to be intentional about it. You do definitely. have to be intentional about refining things. Yeah, you got to be intentional, and that's the, the the major key is you have to be intentional about everything we do in our life. And you know, we can't let life happen to us. We have to to co-create our life. But a lot of times we just become reactive to life, but we need to be proactive to life. And that's why I went back to with our goals. Like, what are we doing? It comes back to just not letting life happen and we're constantly reacting. Oh, well, this happened and I got to adjust. Oh, well, this happened and I got to adjust. It's continuing to to move and find the balance. But again, I'm I'm excited for for this journey of life and I'm excited to welcome you to the the 29 Club. 29 and fine. Yeah, 29 and fine. Oh my gosh, too much. But you are, and then we'll be 30, and it's exciting. So for everyone who's heard me talk about my my 30th year of life yacht party, that's probably not going to happen because I want to go travel. And if I decide to open that up to friends, I will keep you guys posted. Uh, But that's where I'm at 
right now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Make sure you subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you are loving what you're hearing, please leave us a review. And of course, share it with your friends. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday. 